is a Woodside Church podcast. Uh, good morning, Woodside. Good morning, everyone. It's great to be here. And uh, a few months ago, Martin has asked me to share something about the vision in the beginning of uh, the uh, church calendar or school year, kind of fresh start. I think many of us had a good holiday. Do you have any break or holiday? Yeah? No. It's better to not ask, yes? It's too painful for some people. But anyway, anyway, we will continue with holiday without, we just fresh start. Yeah, okay. Um, I was thinking about the story of Nehemiah. I love this story. This is one of my favorite stories. And uh, personally, I'm really inspired um, by, by this story. And my faith is growing when I'm reading. And uh, today, I just love to, to share. And the title for this preaching is Repair of Broken Walls, Traits and Features. It sounds like very big. Repair of broken walls. Maybe some people think, oh, I'm not going to do it. Actually, it can be big, it can be small to help someone who is broken. And uh, the more I read in this book, the more... Actually, when, when we're thinking, hearing and thinking about the big stories, you know... Uh, I'm finishing the book of Robert Glover. I, I will do it anyway. So it takes three months already. So it's not slowly reading. It just, it, it, it just uh, enjoying. Uh, I'm trying to be positive, you know. I'm not slow reader. I'm just enjoying <laughs> every chapter, every sentence, every phrase, and sometimes every word. I can't get it. Then I'm checking with the vocabulary translation and then enjoying. But I will finish and I will send a report. <laughs> I've done it. Actually, I have a lot of books on my, uh, on my sh- uh, shelf and David kindly brought two more big academic <laughs> th- th- theological books. And when he was giving me with the hope that it will be helpful for my, the pr- for my preparation for the conference, I look at those big books, and I, and he looked at me and he said, okay, maybe you won't read everything, <laughs> but just a little bit, it will helpful. Anyway, I'll, I will get progress. Okay, let's start, because uh, this is a wonderful story, and we'll read from uh, Nehemiah chapter 1, first two verses. But when we're thinking about this big story, wonderful story, let's remember Nehemiah never read this book before. He had no idea about the end of the story. Because when we think about the Nehemiah, what, what he has done, what he has done, uh, we know because we are looking from the perspective of the end of this book. We know what has happened. It's it's beautiful story, it's incredible, it's it's miracle. But when he started to, to make first steps, he never had an, any idea how God will lead him, what will happen. So, let's read. First two verses. The, verse, uh, the words of Nehemiah, son of 
Uh, hi, Kalaya. In the month of Kislev, in the 20th year, while I was in the citadel of Susa, Han and I, one of my brothers, came from Judah with uh, some other men, and I questioned them about the Jewish rem uh, remnant that had survived the exile and also about Jerusalem. It's beginning. He was very busy. He was a cupbearer for the most important king or empire uh, in, into that time. Very busy man, and he was very successful. Uh, and Jerusalem, he, he, he knows this is place of his ancestors, but he never been there, and he had very little understanding of what's going on. So when, when his relatives came, he, he met them and he started to ask. It was a turning moment for his life. Sometimes one meeting can change our life. Sometimes, even today, when, when Ruth was sharing about the Morocco, for some people this is turning turning moment of a life. Some people will get a dream, and not dream, but vision, and, and sense of call from God, do something. Amen. Sometimes it just started with one phrase, how are you? People just started to share, and something happened with us. And um, uh, when we think about this unique story, Nehemiah, if you ask him, oh, how you, how you became a rebuilder of, of the broken walls, he'll say, oh, I have no idea. Because if we talk to different people, uh, we are looking with a kind of like heroes for us. When we are talking to them, usually, mostly, they're very humble people. You ask them, how is it possible to make such things? He'll say, I have no idea. I can't, I can't explain how, how, how it happened. It just happened because God was leading step by step. Uh, and and some, sometimes people are asking since beginning, what is your plan? I'm afraid of this questions. Because usually in, in the most of situations, especially in the beginning, we have no plans. We just see need, challenge, and we are thinking and praying what we can do with this. And not always we, we can do something, but the most of stories, great stories, begins with, I don't know, should I do something, can I do something, will happen something or not? So I think Nehemiah, the, the, the same. But when we study different great stories, we can, we can find some similar principles which allowed God to involve someone and which allowed someone to be involved and do and, and something happened. So I just wrote down a few, few things from this story. And first one is compassion. Compassion and current for people. This is something common for those who became a great answer for the big challenges, for, for the big needs. Okay, let's read uh, chapter 1, verses 3 and 4. They said to me, those who survived the exile and are back in the province are in a great trouble and is disgrace. The wall of Jerusalem is broken down and its gates has been burned with fire. When I heard these things, I sat down and wept. For some days I mourned and fasted and prayed before the God of heaven. Uh, the name of Nehemiah means God comforts. It's a prophetic name. Quite often in the Old Testament, I have heard the story, I'm not sure was it the story of Nehemiah, but quite in some na nations, 
after having first name, when someone is growing up and started to do something, we, people are giving him another name which describes his personality. Was, it, was this name given to Nehemiah later? Or it was prophetic, I don't know, but it's just his name. God comforts, and God comforts indeed. Um, without compassion, it is impossible to see the need. Not in the sense of seeing the bare fact of deprivation and pain, but to feel the experiences of the human heart and be invited with a desire to somehow help to somehow change the current circumstances. We can hear a lot of stories. And later on, we, we will talk about the importance of praying because we can't answer everything. But first point is to have compassion. How we react when we hear the stories. Morocco. It just happened. How we react. I know we all have busy life, we, we all have challenges. A lot of things ha happen around us, with our close friends, relatives, people we know, our nation. And it's, hard to, it's easy to say, I have enough. But compassion, it's like special kind of soil of our heart. Without compassion, we can't receive quite often the dream, the seed of faith in our heart. It's important to cultivate compassion, to keep our heart from becoming very hard. I found when, when war started, especially at this time, 2022, so many terrible stories every day, and not only somewhere with a very dear for us people. I, I reached the moment when I was really... Uh, I, I had a fear to, to answer the phone. Because all phone calls about something dramatic. Mm -hmm. To very close people for us. So I, I started to feel fear in my heart. If my phone is ringing again, I think something terrible happening and I will need to be engaged with this situation. And there is a point, a point when we can feel that it's too much. We'll, we'll talk a bit later about the prayer, importance of prayer, but I think it's important for us to keep our heart still alive, still sensitive, still full, full of compassion. I believe this is a fruit of, of, the Spirit, of, of the Holy Spirit in our life, and Holy Spirit can give us this opportunity to be fresh and still sensitive after being going through many troubles, many challenges. Just ask I do it for myself, because sometimes I just feel I'm tired. I'm tired. In some situation, it's easy to say, no, it's too much. It's not for me. It's not about me. There are a lot of people around us, but maybe God wants something to do with us. So it's important to keep. Uh, Henry Newman, Henry, Henry Newman, Okay, the, it was written in English, then translated to Russian, and then with Google Translate, I did it again. So be kind with me, okay? But I love, I know it's beautiful in English. It's not such a, after all this. But it's deep. Compassion calls us to go where there is suffering, to enter where pain reigns, to share with people their despair, fear, 
confusion, mental anguish. Compassion encourages us to grieve with the unfortunate, to grieve with the lonely, to cry with those who weep. Compassion requires us to be vulnerable with the vulnerable and weak with the weak. Compassion means being fully immersed in what it means to be human. I love this. Just to be human. How God has created us to be compassion. Uh, there is a scripture I love, and I think this is prophetic word about the Jesus, but also about us who are in Christ. I think this is foundation for us to expect more. It's from Isaiah 58, 6 to 12. Is not this the kind of fasting I have chosen? To loose the chain of injustice and untie the cords of the yoke? To set the oppressed free and break every yoke? Is it not to share your food with the hungry and to provide the poor wander with a shelter? When you see the naked, to close them and not to turn away from your own flesh and blood? Then your light will break forth like the dawn, and your healing will quickly appear. Then your righteousness will go before you, and the glory of the Lord will be your rare God. Then you'll call, and the Lord will answer. You'll cry for help, and he will say, Here am I. If you, if you do away with the yoke of oppression, with a pointing finger and malicious talk, and if you spend yourselves on behalf of the hungry and satisfy the needs of oppressed, then your light will rise in the darkness, and your night will become like the noonday. The Lord will guide you always. He will satisfy your needs in a, in a sun-scorched land and will strengthen your frame. You will be like a well-watered garden, like a spring whose waters never fail. Your people will re rebuild the ancient ruins and will raise up the age-old foundations. You will, you will be called repair of, the, of broken walls, restore of streets with dwellings. I think this is general promise for the godly people. By doing this, we are creating kind of heart where God can, can put seeds of faith, the heart which can receive the call from God to be involved in the situations. I think Nehemiah was a such a person, godly person, seeking God, walking before God, praying, fasting, doing his business, doing his job, having open heart, and having compassion in his heart. One day, when he, ha he has heard this story, suddenly something happened. Because we, it's impossible for, for all us to be involved in the same projects. We are all has a call to be involved in different. We are not kind of um, looking around who is doing and just copying. No, we, we have peace in our heart. We are walking before God. We have right heart. And then, during our life, we just feel God wants us to be involved. We are looking around, just checking, saying, oh, do, do, do you feel something similar? No. 
quite often my heart is beating and someone is quite, he said, oh, it's, I know it's happening, but because God, we are body. We are not answer. Everyone answer to the same. We are body. God is just using us in different areas. I'm quite relaxed now because I believe in body. Not everyone has to be involved in the same. So for this reason, why you're not involved? I'm just not involved because I have another call. And we are encourage, we're just encouraging each other. Sometimes it's hard, especially with the very emotional people. I have a very emotional friends. If they believe that something has to happen, everyone has to believe. And if you are not, he said, oh, are you okay? Are you... Kind of, do you have right heart? Yes, I have, but I just feel I have called to another situation to be involved. So we are relaxed, but not, not, uh, not ignoring what's going on around us. We are praying. We are looking after our hearts to to have compassion. And I, I had a one one situation. Uh, okay, maybe after after the next the next point because too many stories, but I would love to say that UK church generally is, I'm traveling a lot, so I can say UK church has a has huge sense of compassion. It leads to prayers. Not many nations who praise like churches in UK. You carry this, this heart for mission for centuries now. I'm really amazed. The commitment to pray, to pray for nation, to, to know what's going on around the world, and to pray, constantly praying with a commitment, with the expectation. And out of these prayers, a lot of projects, projects growing. A lot of initiations going up. Because when we are praying, we are not only talking, Holy Spirit is on the move. And he started to do something, to put something in our hearts. So I would love to say thank you very much. Thank you very much, Foodside, for your commitment to pray. Even this prayer, I don't know, but I, I really believe something will happen out of this prayer for Morocco. When we are praying, we are just creating space for God to do something and to involve us. It's a, it's, Quite often, it's conversation between us and God. And uh, sometimes we know what we would love to do. Sometimes we are coming with a, with a plan. But sometimes it's too big situation. We can't even develop any good plan. We're just praying. And Nehemiah was doing the same. It had pray, uh, so, sorry, it's, it was Russian. Um, prayer response. The next Little point is prayer response. This is a long prayer. I would love to read it. Uh, but and then little comments. Then I said, it's from verse 4 to 11. Then I said, Lord, the God of heaven, the great and awesome God, who keeps his covenant of love with those who love him and keep his commandments. Let your ear be attentive and your eyes open to hear the prayer your servant is praying before you day and night for your servants, the people of Israel. I confess the sins we Israelites, including myself and my father's family, have committed against you. We have acted very wickedly toward you. We have not obeyed the commands, decrees, and laws you gave your servant 
Moses. Remember the instruction you gave your servant Moses, saying, If you are unfaithful, I will scatter you among the nations. But if you return to me and obey my commands, then even if you exiled people are at the farthest horizon, I will gather them from there and bring them to the place I have chosen as a dwelling for my name. They are your servants and your people, whom you redeemed by your great strength and your mightly hand. Lord, let your ear be attentive to the prayer of this your servant and to the prayer of your servants who delight and revere in your name. Give your servant success today by granting him favor in the presence of this man. I was cupbearer to the king. I'm not going to do analysis of whole prayer. It's long. It's important. Just a few things. First of all, prayer takes time. There is a difference between mentioning something in prayer and to pray about something. Quite often when someone, someone is asking, can you pray for me? You can say, yeah, as now with the all social, uh, like Messenger, WhatsApp, people are sending prayer requests. And quite often, I just put in this symbol. And this symbol means for someone, I'm going to pray. Quite often, it's just a nice way to say, I, I've, I read it. <laughs> so to say, I'm going to pray, not always mean that someone is going to pray or I'm going to pray. We can mention, okay, we are going to pray for the food. Ah, yes, oh, yeah, and heal that person or please rescue from that situation. Amen. And thank you for the food. Amen. Is it prayer? Yes, technically, yes. But it's not always enough. Sometimes it takes time, and we need to commit. Nehemiah, for a few days, he was so touched by this situation, he spent a few days just sitting, thinking, praying, fasting, meditating. Quite often, our prayer, it's not beautiful speech, well-planned speech before God. Quite often, it's just conversation. Lord, I have no idea why it's happened. I don't know why. I don't know how to help. But help. Is it right moment? Is it possible? So we are just talking before God or with God in His presence. And this is prayer. Sometimes it's silence because I have no words. When war started, so many situations, so many situations... I had no idea even how to pray. How to pray. So it was silence. In God's presence, just walking. Um, and, and I really feel I need prayer. I need God. I need wisdom. I need understanding. I need His power. I need resources. I need God. This is motivation. I need God. Without God, I can do nothing. This is motivation. So Nehemiah spent days... And it's very interesting to read this, uh, this um, prayer. Actually, I don't think he, he was writing down his prayer. It was years later when the book was written. He was 
he, he will still remember the process. During the prayer, something started to happen in his heart. Some kind of desires, some kind of ideas. He wasn't sure was it from God or not. But sometimes during the prayer, God is doing, I, I value prayer walk. I'm trying to have 40 minutes, one hour every day. Even when I'm traveling, I'm trying to book in my, in my trip plan to book prayer walk because I need it. Quite often when I'm going to pray, uh, maybe not in panic, but just, ah, oh, what's going on? And coming back, maybe not with a plan, not with a, but just peace. Peace and confidence, then God will do something. That God has answered. That God has, uh, it's like no dead ends for God. He, he, he knows. He can. And, and after a after few days of praying, there is a faith raising up in heart. Oh, definitely. God is going to do something. And then, okay, what about my role? Pray is critically important, but it takes time. Um, confessing sins. Uh, seriousness, con- confessing sins, I think it's important. If, you, if we know that something went wrong, we need to ask for forgiveness. Sometimes we don't know. So I don't think we have a call to look with uh, this glass. Yeah, this one. <laughs> so if something wrong, I believe Holy Spirit will help us to, to feel it. And to find it. If not, just move forward. God knows how to help us to see what is wrong and to lead us into a point of repentance, of confessing sin, changing mind, changing life. So we have open heart. Also, understanding of God's promises and principle, it's in, in Scripture. I believe in praying based on preach, uh, Scripture. I'm very confident when I'm praying based on Scripture because it's God's Word. It's how He thinks. It's how He's operating. Um, And during that prayer, Nehemiah suddenly started to feel that somehow God wants him to be involved in rebuilding walls. But he was very busy. He was working for the important boss. And he had no idea how it possible to be involved with his uh, schedule, with his commitment. And he started to pray. And he said, God, if you really want me to be involved, do something with this important man. Give me a favor. So he will let me go. So it's interesting. It's not... It's not clear plan, but it's kind of feeling that God wants me to be involved. Many great uh, stories start with this, maybe. I love this. So, so often, we would love to see whole pictures since beginning, and we're afraid to start something without clear vision. No, it's fine. No, it's fine. Now we are in the beginning of project. Okay, maybe not beginning, we've done some. Um, for last two, two, two months, we started to discuss about buying 100,000 kilos of potato. It's, it's quite a lot. It's not only to get money to buy, but also where to keep it. It's this hole of potato with a smile. 
So no one is happy to keep it in, in their living room. <laughs> so we need to find a proper place. And we started to talk and pray. And uh, I really felt that we need to, to say yes, we are going to do it. Somehow God is going. Now we started to do it. And God gave us already a meeting with a local farmer from the north of uh, Ukraine. His village was occupied. So he, he went through this. His business was quite seriously damaged by, by, by the Russian army, but he's recovering, and he's, he has heart. When he knows that we are buying not for us, it's definitely not for, but <laughs> to help others, he said, I'm with you. I'm going to give you huge discount for 50 tons. Also, I'm going to give you my, uh, my space to keep it for free. So 50 tons will be here, and during the autumn, winter, spring, when you need it, just come and take, and I will, I will charge nothing. And also, I'm going to give you from 10 to 15 tons for free, because during the harvest, that potato was a little bit affected, so it's impossible to keep it. Please take it and distribute it. Oh, it seems like God is answering. God has planned, but we need to say yes before. Um, also, prayer helpful not only to say yes, but also to say no. Because there is a... Uh, just a second, I will read it. Otherwise, I will say something wrong. Uh, but prayer can also remove the Savior syndrome so that with a calm heart and trust in God, we can focus on doing God's will instead of trying to do everything. Quite often, we, we must do something and then pray and just, no. God will find someone who will be involved. It's not for us. And we can, we can keep going in peace. So pray is critically important. Next one, I will be very fast because I know... Gaining a sense of responsibility. If without compassion it is impossible to feel a need, then without a mindset of responsibility it is impossible to become the answer to this need. So during the prayer, Nehemiah got this sense of responsibility and he accepted. I don't know how, I don't know why, but I feel... I should play a role in this project. Sometimes it's happened. I think it's important for us to start to pray, to begin to pray with the open heart, without any, I'm, I don't want, I don't think I will. No, we are very humble before God. Lord, we are in your hands. If you want me, if you want me to be involved, I'm ready. I'm in your hands. And also, sometimes we think it's too much for me, it's not about me. It's, uh, it's out of my um, skills, knowledge, many reasons. But it's, it is better to keep us in a list of possible answers and just pray. Because quite often, God is shown his wisdom through the not wise people. He is showing his power through quite weak people. And Paul said, we are not rich. We have nothing, but we are helping so many. Because he said yes. I can say our experience now, sorry for stories, but it's just, just going on. We have helped thousands, having nothing. 
We have nothing but hearing stories, praying. Then next step will be involve others. It works. So uh, to have a vision or sense of call to do something doesn't mean that God is going to do everything only with us. We can be just beginning, little beginning. Someone who will say yes and then will make a call and hundreds of people will join. It's happening. Usually it's happening. Usually God is not doing great things with one person. There are a lot of behind or together with the team. But sense of responsibility, it's important to develop in our heart. Uh, Number four, prayful daydreaming. It's Google Translate, so is it correct? I don't know. Prayful daydreaming and or almost planning. I like this stage. I know this is the most nervous one. When you feel that God wants you to do something about this situation and you have no idea. And during the prayer, uh, it's kind of dreaming. Oh, I would love to see this situation change. I'd love to see the the end of this story, positive end. And then, oh, maybe I can do something. Oh, I have a friend who knows someone. Maybe I I can make a call. It's it's all kind of, all kind of thinking. Sometimes we're waking up during the night. We can't sleep. We're thinking. It's it's always, it's often happened with me. I'm just thinking, 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 and something growing up in our heart. And then Nehemiah stood before the king, Artaxerxes, and he was sad. His face was not happy. And the king asked, why are you sad? You are not ill. I have checked already. In that moment, Nehemiah felt fear. Because to serve king with a sad face, it's not acceptable at all. Maybe you have wrong ideas about doing something. So you have to be happy. Just flying around. But Nehemiah could do it. So the king asked, why are you upset? Nehemiah with a fear. And we, when we don't know how to reply, it's better to be honest. I found it's, it's, it works always. Just tell truth. And do not worry how people will react. So he said, actually, I can't be happy. It's impossible. I've got a news about Jerusalem, my home place, uh, and my heart is broken. Because Jerusalem, in a terrible situation, people are struggling. I can't be happy. And then King's, King and his wife, they ask, what do you want? What a moment. He prayed God. I think it was very short prayer. I don't think it. No, I think it. It was. It's. It's all in our heart. Just call to God. God is a temptation, or this is opportunity. And then he said, "Actually, I would love to restore walls." What a moment! Really? Oh, it's a good idea. I'm very positive about this. What do you need? How long it will take? And Nehemiah said how long it went. So when he was dreaming in a prayer, he got some ideas. He has developed some. It wasn't planned yet, but it was a clear idea oh, to rebuild the walls. 
okay, two months, three months, maybe four months. So he set, set a time, and they said, oh, yeah, yeah, you can have holiday. You can go. Do whatever you want. Do you need something else? Uh, he said, yeah, not a lot, but money, and maybe some support, some letters. You know, it's quite long. And the king said, yes, it's a good idea. I like it. Do it. From knowing nothing after a few days with everything, living king from that breakfast or dinner, I don't know, with everything. And then he went to Jerusalem. Next point, very shortly. Developing confidence in God's, God's cooperation. Just one comment. Ask God for confirmation. It's not sin. It's nothing wrong. It's important. Amen. God will confirm differently, but he is going to do it. And sometimes we need confirmation, so we can, we can ask for confirmation to see favor, to see resources released. Then, uh, share your dream. Just share your dream. We, we are not asking people, we are not pressing people to join us in the ministry. We are giving grace. We are just sharing what God has put it into our heart. And for those who have a call to join us, it will resonate. I am learning to do it. Do not press. Do not bring guilt. Do not like bring shame. It's easy. If this is from God, in some God's people, it will resonate. And we don't need those who are not calling to do it with us. Even with, with the resources. Not every money, not all money has to go to our project. This money for that project. So I don't want that money. I don't want that resource for us because it's for, for another. So when we know that God is very generous and he is rich, we are much more relaxed. But we still need to share the vision. We still need to share what God has put it in our heart and just to see where it resonates, gather and do together. Amen. I'm just shortening, but it's okay. It's time to finish. But that note is all. It was beginning, and usually in the beginning, God is not showing us the whole story. I really believe if we commit ourselves to God, we will know we will never be without work. We'll be busy. It can be different level of responsibility, different projects, but we'll be in God's hand doing God's will till the end of our life. It can be huge, it can be little, it doesn't matter, because in the end we are all part of God's big picture, God's big work. We are just doing our little bits. So if we have open heart, We'll be in welcome team, caring for people, seeing those who are lonely and helping them to become part of God's family. We can care for the homeless. We can rebuild walls, broken walls. It's, it's diff different work, but we are all in one God's big story. Amen. Conclusion, application. 
Just be interested in the lives of others and what is happening around us. Pray about what you see and hear. Don't rush to remove yourself from the list of those who could be answered. Determine your response and role. Act in faith and involve others. Expect more. Amen. Can we pray together? Thank you, Lord. You are so kind and you have compassion. You have love to everyone on this earth. Your heart, you are embracing us and everyone. And you have planned for everyone. I'm so thankful for, for your unending love. I'm so thankful for your mighty power, for what you're doing, initiating all, in all around the world. You, you have answer for every challenge, for every dramatic situation, even this situation in Morocco. I know you have people already. You, you are making call to them to be involved. You're making call to, to release finances. Some of people making plan right now to go and be, be, be there, be involved practically with hands. I'm so thankful for the obedient body of Christ, for those thousands and millions who, who gave themselves as a living sacrifice to say yes for every call from you. I'm so thankful that you're not only involving us into doing something, but you're caring for our health as well. For this reason, you're giving different, uh, different roles to us. So we are not under the shame, under the guilt for not do something in, in, in some situation, but we are in peace and, and with the desire to follow your guidance. So I'm just asking, help us to be sensitive, help us to keep our hearts full of compassion and be open to hear the needs, to cry with those who are weeping, to, to, to bring comfort to the lonely people, to be involved, but with an open heart that you will guide us, you will direct us, you will multiply the fruits of your spirit in our life. We have peace in you. But also we are just asking, Lord Jesus, just help us by your spirit to grow in compassion, to grow in uh, ability to see needs around us, around us, to grow in faith to become an answer where you want us to be an answer. Thank you, Lord, for how you are leading us. Thank you for your peace. Thank you that you are giving us joy and peace in the, months, in the midst of so many dramatic happenings. We can do ministry. We can be answered with the peace and joy. And enjoy your, your, your love, your richness, your wisdom, and do it in partnership with you. Thank you, Lord. We love you. Amen. 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 listening to a Woodside Church podcast. For more information, visit woodsidechurch.com.